Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Woo! Play playoffs is continuing, and so is the greatest basketball show in the world. Before we get into the topics, I got to let you know that you should also be downloading the audio version of this podcast. Yes, I know you're probably watching on YouTube. We appreciate you for that. But downloading the, the audio version as well helps us out because there's incentives for us. We're not talking about financially, but if you want to see more through the wire, we have to get those downloads up even higher than what it is now. Now, if you really watch the show, you know we talk about this at the end of every episode, but I just remember to bring it up in the beginning. So download the show download the show download the show it helps us out a bunch proud of you for remember that kenny yeah yeah you already kick yourself for forgetting we coming for that number one spot we was there before and that's when we was like strictly audio you know what i'm saying so i know all of y'all be watching it because our faces are so fresh and clean but listening to it is just as good um anyway let's get into some basketball talk for some reason Derek is back with the uh, damian lillard background i'm so confused about that i was trying to go jimmy butler but the image i was trying to download it wasn't downloading so Good and, thing uh, you couldn't, you, i don't want to say how you 24 and not tech savvy no i i had the picture but it won't download properly that that was the issue i don't know why it won't it won't uh, it wasn't Just, taking it like as a jpeg yeah i don't know it won't upload onto zoom that's all but, i have it saved you know Jimmy Butler has like probably thousands of pictures on the internet throughout the course of his career. You could have found the I, second one. I know. I, I, we started the show. I was working too quick. Oh, you could have just said, give me three minutes, and we would have been chilling. We would have just But that's off. also why it's smart to not start work. Like, if, if you worked at a, a, a company where you had like a cubicle, you you would come in to get your cubicle ready at the time you start you wouldn't come into work and get your cubicle ready at the time because then you would be behind in work so you you shouldn't get your background ready at the time that we record and that's wow. what you like to do you you don't you don't get your green screen a lot of times you join a call and you pull in your green screen <laughs> oh, no, my green screen is always up when we start at 10. They're like this man Derek is hilarious. <laughs> no, nah, he he be starting out because he be putting his camera in place. His green screen yeah. be on the wall. Oh, sitting here, you be zooming in your camera, hold the camera in your hand. I'm like, damn, Mike, the hair's looking. I gotta give you the respect on the hair, bro. The hair is looking long as ever, bro. I did not know it is. that your hair was that long. It really is. It be that. It be that. Uh, that new growth, man. Facts. It be that new growth. You was cutting it. On my next birthday, that's my plan too. You, oh, yeah. you got some time. You got yeah, some time. I still got some time. I'm gonna probably change it, change it a couple more colors too before then too. Mm. Damn, you know. KB. So now his hair longer than you are. It's not though. Oh, it's not. It's, it's just different hairstyles. My, the, my form of braid takes up more hair than his dread. I don't understand what people don't understand about that. The the lady that does our hair, she's the same person. And she always says that my hair is longer than Mike. So who, see, who are you going to trust? She's my hair since, I don't know, since the COVID started, though. So she don't, okay. my hair could have caught up, man. I be my hair grow fast. Okay. Either way, it, do, it does look, it does look very long at the moment. So shout out to you. And then P, you still got Freddie back there? Uh, I, owe, I, I owed it to Freddie. Uh, last time I put him up there, it didn't go right for him. And, it, and I wasn't surprised because it was so much going on in the, at like that time that I didn't even care about my background. So I just found somebody real quick to do it. It wasn't like I planned to put Fred, but it was, we, we had like the pause in basketball and we had the unfortunate situations that happened. So I'm like, damn, who can I, I was scrambling. Like, who can I put up here real quick? And I was like, oh shit, Fred, and I'm about to play. So I just threw Fred up there with no real, 
motivation behind it besides just figuring that I had to put somebody up there. And that's my fault for falling victim to that, of feeling like I had to put somebody back there. So you said uh, last last episode was a fluke and the streak is still alive. I mean, it happened. I'm not that person that's going to call it a fluke. It happened. Okay. It happened. You know what I mean? But I'm giving the backstory on why it happened, uh, which is my fault. I take full responsibility of it. My real thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to put one of those uh, those women that I named up there. But I was scrambling, like I said, so I knew I was going to have to take my time, find the right picture. Basketball is more easy. You just They're just boom, 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 boom. But fucking uh, Sandra Bullock, I didn't know how long it would take to find the proper picture of her to put as my background. And then it was it was a heavy episode. So I was like, you know, chill, let me chill. Yeah. But yeah, Fred, you back up there. I owe, I owe him that. Um, but I still want to talk about this D- Damian Lillard on D Mills back background. Yeah. Wait, is- why? Because a lot of people was coming at you yesterday. Oh, Okay, let's just let's just hop into the games then, because I know exactly what this stems from. Um, so we're gonna work our way backwards. We talk about the games from yesterday, to talk about the games from the day before that, because those are still big games as well. And we had OKC pulling out the dub against the Houston Rockets. Now, D Mills, explain the tweet that got you a little bit of a little bit of heat. I just tweeted. This was just me trolling, you know. Honestly. But I was just like, a lot of people come out here and say that Russell Westbrook's better than Damian Lillard, and I said, I just said that, and a lot of people were saying like, where's Dame at now? And I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, home. Like, that's such, that's such a bad argument. That's back. such a bad argument. I know. Russell Westbrook just came back. Just came One back. of the good arguments that a few people said um, was uh, nobody hasn't said this for like the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even see that no more. I mean, like, you might see a dude with a, a Russell Westbrook Abby who's going to say that, but people people kind of know the deal now. The world, the real people that are watching basketball understands that Damian Lillard's top two um, at his position. You know, yeah. it's pretty easy to say that. But I, I did have a similar moment yesterday, D-Mills, where, like, people, people forget that Twitter is mostly for fun and stuff. So somebody had tweeted... Uh, dang, OKC. I mean, uh, Russell Westbrook may finally get OKC out of the first round, oh, and yeah. I retweeted it because that was fu- that was funny as hell to me yesterday. <laughs> and, he, and somebody responded to me, Kenny. I take offense to this. You know, he's just coming off an injury. This and that. I'm like, bro, relax. Jokes, jokes over everything. Um, but yeah, they end up winning this game, and there's a lot of things we could talk about associated with this. You know, so um, the one since we are talking about Russell Westbrook is the two. Very bad possessions down the stretch. One where he airballs the, <laughs> air the mid-race jump shot. And then the second one with like six seconds left, he throws it away trying to give it to... I think it may have been Eric Gordon Rocco. on the wing. Yeah, it was Rob Covington. Okay. Bro, um, I those was, two possessions. I was watching the game or whatever, and the airball was such an airball that I thought it went in. <laughs> like, and he stood there too, like... No, I thought it got tipped. It was such a bad airball. Like I his love and basketball popped. stuff? I yeah. thought that mug went in, bro. Mm-hmm. Left that mug hanging, and I saw them keep playing. Like, oh man. Yeah. The 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 main thing for me though, um, associated with that is that James Harden was just existing, you know, yeah. and and these are two players that have got a lot of criticism over the course of their career, especially the last couple of years with 
with uh, Russell Westbrook struggling to get out of the first round for the last three, four years, and then James Harden being seen as a playoff choker, which I wouldn't say he's a choker because he performs in the playoffs, but these are the type of moments that people are usually talking about, right? The team, at this moment, the team is up by like six with four minutes left, and James Harden just, just runs away from the ball. He becomes an off-ball screener, and it's just like... Y'all offense don't even do that. Why are you setting screens <laughs> and stuff? This is really what y'all offense don't do. And I don't know if this is Mike D'Antoni, but like, okay, uh, James Harden's a little bit tired, so let's give it to our second star. Or is this just James Harden like, I'm going to let Russell do it, even though Russell's just coming off injury and he hasn't been good in, in the games that he's played. I don't know how we get two possessions where Russell Westbrook has the ability to ruin the game in that moment. When James Harden, for the most part, he had a good game. 32 points, 50% from the field. He's made the right plays, you know what I'm saying? He... I don't understand how he doesn't touch the ball. Yeah, that's my problem too. And if you just look, just watch the last few minutes again, he doesn't even try to attempt to go get the ball. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about with that screen, like there was a play where I guess that was a play. The only thing I really seen them try to run is when Russell had the ball, James Harden go set him the screen. And you know, they try to get the switch or whatever to get James Harden some space. I think it was Shea, he just denied him the ball. And James yeah. Harden said, okay, you know, whatever, let Russell do it. And Russell turned the ball over again. Yeah. Like in those instances, as a Rockets fan, I'd rather have James Harden try to go out like with a bang and have 40, 50, then him try to be nonchalant in those, like, you know, those big game moments. Yeah, this is one of those things where you see the Russell Westbrook blessing and a curse type thing, where you could see him, the things that he could do down the stretch that could really cost you a game. And he had a lot of bad turnovers throughout this game where he just legit just threw the ball just he's way just, out He's just not completely ready. Yeah, no, he's not. And you can definitely I, can see it. The rust is there. You, it's hard to come from not playing basketball to jumping into playoff basketball, especially when you're going against a good team like the Thunder, who got defenders that can come at you. You got Chris Paul being a pest. Chris Paul knew what, exactly what Russell Westbrook was doing. He guarded him two of those possessions down the stretch where he, one, he got the steal, he took his cookies, and then the other one where he threw the ball out of bounds. But, I just don't understand why James Harden is not the one coming down with the ball at the end of that game. It's almost like no excuse. I, I pr- yeah. probably wasn't getting denied because they were bringing it from the backcourt. Mm-hmm. And just like as I see Russell Westbrook, Westbrook bringing the ball up, I'm like, just get it out of his hands because he's going way too fast with that much time left. Like, it's just nothing good can happen from that. Yeah. But I can tell you one thing. I, I can damn sure he's going to play his heart out in game seven. Yeah, game seven is going to be a good one. I'm going to need James Harden to – I don't even if they lose me, I need him to have like one of those games where he has 48 and 10, where he has – I need him to show that. And the moment, when the moment comes, he you know he's gonna give it his all. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I mean we go ahead. Besides the uh, the Rockets, Chris Paul. I mean, mm. two back to back threes. I was watching yeah. that like yikes. Like so, two back to back threes, two steals, two free throws to end the in the last three minutes to end the game on a twelve two run. That boy is just nasty. <laughs> just nasty. It was yeah. it was it was a beautiful thing. Did y'all see? Did y'all see the pics of him looking at James Harden on the free throw line at the end of the game? No. Well, no. I might have to go by on Twitter and find it real quick. But he was literally just staring at James Harden, mm. like he wasn't even looking the box. Like he was just staring at James Harden, like looking into his soul. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, that was just a beautiful that was a beautiful thing to watch, man. Him him taking those shots and making those shots. Um, and yeah, just it sets up to to. Uh, what we want out of this series is about to be, uh, you know, a terrific game seven. We're hoping, I'm hoping nobody drops the ball and we just see a blowout. And you know what? Uh, that's that's how all the Houston Rockets wins have come, right? When, if it's a close game, OKC has been able to close it out every time. But it's just like, you know, the Rockets can't get hot for two quarters yeah. and then you're down by 25 and the Thunder don't really have the potent offense to catch up on a 25-point game. So it's just like, if 
I hope that we have one of those closer games. I picked OKC in seven to start off the series. I want I to see Chris Paul in the OKC, second round. Right? Did we all pick OKC? I think we all got OKC. I don't remember. I cannot remember my pick, to be honest. It sounds like you picked Houston. Hell no. I, I mean, I would assume I picked OKC because I don't really like how Houston plays. He said he can't remember. He said, hell no. The fans will remember for you, bro. <laughs> and Eric Gordon is just so hard to watch, man. Like, he's another dude. Which is man. funny because you play like him sometimes. No, I'm I no, I'm not going to jackball them threes. Am no. I lying, yo? No. You no. talk about my microwave. Yeah, I, I'm like Eric Gordon. I can get hot, but I'm not going to just take those bad shots like him. Yeah, I, we've seen it, bro. This series, he's been super cold. He hasn't been able eight, to hit a single eight shot. Eight for 43 from deep. And you, I think last game, he had that one three where he hit it from like fading out of bounds off of. Yeah, that was his only three. Yeah, that was his three. <laughs> so I, I'm honestly surprised Austin Rivers doesn't get more minutes in these times. I mean, he's a quality defender, and I mean, he's shown that he can get to the basket and kind of do the same things Eric Gordon can do. I feel that. I feel that. Maybe it's just like Eric Gordon's just a better defender. I don't know. Maybe that's what it boiled down to. He's Even just a bigger they, body. They switch I don't know. everything. They switch yeah, I guess everything. that's true. So, um, I mean, Eric Gordon ended up on, on Steven Adams. It's not really doing much for his defense. Mike, we were watching this game kind of together, and Steven Adams missed like a bunny layup late in the game, and you were like, yeah. He should be ashamed of himself. Because yeah. I, I don't even think it was like P.J. Tucker wall. James Harden walled him up, and he missed, like, the easy layup and the little tip in. I'm like, oh. That's when it was close, right? When they had yeah. that awkward-ass fast break? Yeah, that was yeah. that was them down the stretch, yeah. So awkward. It was so uh, such an awkward fast break. So went to, like, Shea, Shea out of nowhere just went to fucking Adams, and Adams was in this position where, yeah, he missed the bunny, and then they tried to get it. Yeah, it was just like, oh. And I think what that was after uh, he hit the two threes. So it was like ah. on one of the steals, right? On the one, the fast yeah. break on one of the steals, probably. Um, so what do y'all expect for Game Seven? I mean, so far, Shagir Alexander, other than that one big shot in the overtime that sent it to overtime, he really hasn't been uh, that much of a factor. Somehow, OKC won this game without Dennis Schroeder being a factor. It was really just like a, the CP show and Gallinari. I can't say because Gallinari no, showed up too. Um, so Game Game Seven is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I want to hear y'all predictions for Game Seven. I know again we all picked OKC in seven, but has any of y'all changed y'all opinions on this series going into Game Seven? I, it's really just how how the Rockets come out. If the Rockets come out and fire and they had that that early lead, I feel like they're gonna have enough like poise to kind of, you know, realize that we can't we can't do what we've been doing for the last couple of years. I would at least hope they can. But if it's a close game, I don't know, man. Like CP three and a half court is just—it's hard to stop. But which one are you predicting? Because <laughs> we know no, these days. Hey, we know hey. if OKC, we know if the Rockets come out firing, yeah, they're gonna have a, a, a nice chance of winning the game. But what are you predicting to happen? That was KB's question. In my heart, I'm gonna go with the Rockets. Oh, I see. I felt it. I felt I'm it. I'm gonna go with the Rockets in my heart, man. I felt that. You got the red on. It's your vibe. Mm-hmm. Like I said, bro, I I will be disappointed if James Harden doesn't go out for like 40 or 50. I have one of them nights. I if it's just like a nonchalant night and he lose, I don't know, man. I would. I, I gotta would... go. Okay, see, I feel like when the pressure's on, I feel like I really can rely on CP3. I feel like he's shown it consistently, mm-hmm. and I think that that Rockets style of play when. When they get cold and they start missing, I feel like they just don't have nothing to fall back on. I feel like OKC has a little sum where they actually get buckets from a little bit everywhere. And um, I think Shake and break. I think this might be a game where Shake and break out. I think CP3 gonna be talking to him, mentoring him, telling him it's all right, we good, and he gonna give him that confidence to where Shea might actually come out of hoop for us on tomorrow. Mm. Your prediction, D-Mails. 
I'm sticking with OKC as two. Um, I've liked what I've seen. Other than the first two games were very very hard to watch, but they figure things out a little bit better. Uh, Lou Dort, guard, and James Harden has been relatively successful throughout the series. Um, but I am a little bit afraid of a big game seven from Russell Westbrook more than James Harden because I feel like James Harden is going to be James Harden, like he's going to do mm-hmm. give you thirty probably. Um, but but Russell Westbrook playing a good game just kills the whole OKC vibe. You know what I'm saying? So that that's the thing I would be a scared I would be scared of. But Chris Paul down the stretch, ain't nobody better in the game right now. Well, the Thunder's the best team in the league when it comes to close games. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta keep rocking with the with OKC as well. Uh, I like the points that Derek made as far as Shea potentially having a, ge- a good game. Um, I like the point that KB made earlier that, yeah, they won without him having that type of game. You know what I mean? They've won a few. Um, <clears throat> but I'm just scared of the, the Houston Rockets coming out and saying and doing what Mike said that they could do. I think they potentially could come out as, on a 17 or 4 type start to the game, and then it's yeah. just like, ah. Uh, yeah, just snowballs. So and honestly, the weird thing about the Rockets, like their offense is so weird. I, I can almost trust them to come back from a, like a small deficit because they have the firepower than just like keep a steady offense, keep like consistent mm-hmm. buckets coming up and, you know, to close out a game consistently. And I mean, that's a problem, especially when you have like arguably two of the best players in the series. Yeah, yeah. I'm also concerned with them just coming out more so than Russell or Harden, but them as a team just coming out shooting the ball well, because I mean, when they're the, the counterpart to the Rockets being cold, like D. Mills was saying, was that when they're on, they're as dangerous as anybody in the league. So, um, yeah, they, they this is going to be a, a hopefully a, a good boxing match uh, of a game seven because these are two good teams. And I know the Lakers are – who do y'all think the Lakers are preferring to play? Houston. Houston, you think so? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, because they got the size – yeah, I would prefer Houston. If I was Anthony, Anthony Davis will tell them boys up. Let's be yeah. honest with each other. LeBron Anthony, James too. Yeah, they, Anthony Davis and LeBron rank. wants to really hoop hoop in that series. They can really put up. I some smell really a lot of and one in that series, man. With yeah. nobody protecting that rim. Yeah. Um. Last day before we move on to the other mm-hmm. game from yesterday. Allergies. I know it's that. It's definitely that time. Um. What it hit me crazy. Russell Westbrook's last couple years. Let's, let's say that they do lose this game. Would that be four years in a row of not being able to make it out of the first round, even with the roster change or team change? Do y'all think into that at all, or we just it just? Exists? I don't think in it at all. Just like if they win, I don't really think of it at all. He came in the middle of this, so yeah. even if they win it, I mean he'll be on a team that got out the first. But are we really? Is anybody really poking? Unless he has, unless he's the deciding factor of them winning Game Seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it matters either way because even if they win, say they win and he has like a cool game, nobody is going down on his resume like, oh, he finally made it out the first. I mean, Russell Westbrook diehards that nobody really cares to listen to are probably going to be on Twitter popping a shit as if he, you know, said did something crazy. But if they lose, uh it would there people will try to add it, but I won't really take too much into it. Uh, it would be disappointing though because they have a really good team, um, and it would be like I don't think D'Antoni would come back. I agree. Uh, yeah. It would probably be a lot of things changing there because they're kind of put themselves in a situation where they're on this hill and they got they got to die on that hill, but they kind of got to – You want to see a a more of a, a um, competitive die out doing all of this. 
putting all the chips in this one basket to go out in the first round, it just, yeah, it was sting a little bit. Yeah, no, I think it's sting a lot, actually. I, yeah, I think it's sting a lot. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the other game of the day. We had a game one of the 1-4 or 1-5 matchup, technically, of the Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat. The Heat come out, and they end up winning a series with Jimmy Butler putting on that big backpack in that fourth quarter. They ain't won series Oh, did I say series? Oh, oh, my fault. I'm looking into the future. You feel me? Yeah, Uh, they ain't won series yet. (laughs) They win the game. Jimmy Butler putting on his big backpack in the fourth quarter. Um, telling his teammates that he's not passing and just hitting every single shot. A guy that shot like 20% from three in the regular season, shooting 60% 66% from three in the bubble slash the playoffs. He's been incredible, closer, everything you want in your team, and they get this W. I mean, that's a that's a big reason why I, I could pick this team to win this series. I, when I was going over these series, like if they played the Heat, the Heat got so much talent and so many defenders to throw at Giannis that it could slow him down. You saw it in this game. And then they got the guy in Jimmy where he can actually close out. They got a guy they can go to down the stretch, make plays for others. And they did. They got this win without um, Tyler Hero and Mitch Robinson really being factors with they shot. Duncan Mitchell. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah. Duncan. Relax. Duncan. Buddy. I know everybody wants all of the players on the Heats, but relax. <laughs> wearing them and then Bam didn't even have that great of a game either for them to win this game. So they... They pulled it out, and Jimmy was a big reason. It was a great no, game. yeah, I love the Heat team. Uh, that's why when we first started, I said that was my team that I'm rooting for. They're my favorite team, unless the Sixers made a run. But that didn't matter because Ben Simmons got hurt. But I love the Heat, man. I love the Heat top to bottom. I love the, the roster, the type of caliber of people, not players, but people that they have inside their locker room. Um, think that they have like a just a good basketball. That I like watching them because you get basketball. Uh, even a guy like Bam, yeah, he may not have had the best game, but he had a great he had a great game in my opinion because he, Shit, he did seventeen things. rebounds. I'll take that yeah. any day. Exactly, and even at the end of the shot clock, in one of those possessions, jab step, mid range jumper to take a two point lead. I mean, that's a that's a superstar ass move out of a center in today's game, who's not supposed to be able to do that. Uh, we know what Jimmy Butler did, and that's why he went to Miami. Um, and I think he made the right decision. So every time he does this, or if he cont- continues to do this throughout the series, I don't really want to see the 76ers name being mentioned because I, Jimmy Butler wanted to go to the Heat. We're going to talk about the 76ers. The idea of the Sixers not wanting him, I don't think that exists. I think Jimmy Butler wanted to play for the Heat. And I don't blame him. But we're going to 305. They don't have taxes, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. It's his team. I don't think he ever would have got that in Philadelphia. It's always going to be Joel and Ben before anybody who comes to that door. Um, and now it's Jimmy and it falls in line. Now he's able to put his DNA into everybody else. So it, it Drogic, incredible. Exactly. Um, he's, he's been amazing in the bubble since he's been back. Jay Crowder, Tyler here. I just like the, the, the DNA. Even if you're getting eight minutes from Iggy, you know what I mean? It's just Kelly Olenek. I just like their team a lot top to bottom. Um, even if they lose this series, I'm still going to be real proud of this team because I, I just love that team so much. And I'll tell you this, I don't know what the cap is going to look like as far as free agency and what things are going to look like. But if this man behind me ain't getting a bag from like New York uh, or one of those teams, and I don't know what's going on with Miami and what they're going to do and what they're going to bring back. But Fred Van Fleet, if I was you and you weren't going back to Toronto, Miami should be on your list, brother. Miami should be on your list. If, if you're going to do something short term, just on some bet on yourself type shit that you used, you used to doing, 
go to go get you some good weather in the 305 and go but that's if the bag isn't there if the bag from new york is there or toronto is like we can't lose you then get your bag but if there's a situation where you're doing something where you're betting on yourself again him and him and miami would be beautiful i feel like he gonna take that bag yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he gonna take that. Break. Another thing to notice is that Chris Middleton had 21 in the first half, ended with 28. 19. He, he got the. No, he had 21, right? I thought he had 21 in the first half. Uh, I thought it was 19. It's one of them, but yeah, he only ended with 28 points. He shot bad in the second half. Um. Yeah. Wait. Let's take it one step at a time. I. I like when Pete was talking. I said we're gonna have to mention the 76ers because Joel and B tweeted if dot 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 and Jimmy yeah. Butler's taking over the fourth quarter. And everybody just put two and two together. Like, what if we kept Jimmy Butler and didn't give Al Horford <laughs> all that money? Because, come on, man. That's exactly what Philly needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He is the prime player that Philly needs to close out games, to be the, the real leader. Because when he was there, he was saying that, like, who is the leader? Nobody is the vocal leader. And then that's how he got he got in trouble with him and TJ McConnell because TJ McConnell was saying something but didn't want to say it in front of the whole group. And he's like, speak up, TJ. Yeah. Um, so that's exactly what Joel and them needed. And I like seeing Joel make tweets like this because it puts little stuff in the air that maybe deals do happen this offseason. You know what I'm saying? Elton Brand said they they not on the on the table, but Joel may walk into that front office and be like, I don't like great. I don't like the tweets. I, I love it. Because it's like if you're gonna say something, stand on what you're saying. Like just say whatever you need to say. That's not push shit in the air, cause then shit gets put in the air and then when it comes to you and you gotta approach it like a man. Oh no, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about if the hotel had macaroni with chicken. Cause if they could have <laughs> got that in the bubble, I would have played better. I because that's what all these players do. They push shit in the air. And then when it comes to them to to address what they're putting in the air, nobody no very few stand on what they're trying to say when we I all think, know damn well and you and it just makes you look like Yeah, not, I know what you mean. I think it's monetary though, because you do get fined by saying that. Like when when uh, Eric Bledsoe said, I don't want to be here. Even though he tried to cover it up, I was at a hair salon. He still got fined pretty heavily for just, you know, publicly saying that he didn't want to play for What's a team. What's fine to these guys? I mean. Well, Embiid is going to make, what, close to 30? It's still years. money, though. I, I, even if when you got money, you still don't want to spend money. Stop doing shit on the court that gets you fined, too. Because they do shit there that gets, you fi- that gets them fined. So stop hey. doing that if they care about fines so much. That's but, I mean, moment. if you're going to be a leader of a team and some people are supposed to follow your lead, certain shit just not worth saying unless that's really how you feel and you're ready to take it there. If you're ready, when you feel a certain way, you're ready to take it there. Just like Eric Bledsoe. I I wasn't mad at him for saying that shit. If he didn't want to be there, if you don't want to be there that bad, then say that shit. Because, man, fuck that fine. I, I'll be fine after that fine, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so you go somewhere where you're happy, that shit to us, to a lot of people, that is money. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say fuck your money. But if it's going to get you to where you need to be to be the best for you, Cool, because the, the NBA does it. I mean, the NBA teams do it all the time. The owners do it. If they have to cut your ass, yeah, they still have to pay you $1.7 million that they owe you, but you're off their shits. <laughs> so it's helping them, but they're paying a fine, essentially. So do the same shit that they're doing. Yeah, you're going, what, 500000 Cool. But you if you're going to be in Sheesh. South Beach, Joel, go ahead if that's who you want to be. I think he, he, he might want to just go somewhere else. As a, what, Chicago? No, nah, no, nah, nah, I'm just saying. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh no, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, they do have Bam. No, but... not for the weak-ass trades Bleach Report be putting together for jo- for Joel. We threw the whole team and a half at the 76 to get Joel, so I'm good. 
I'm good. I, I haven't even read one of those in so long because yeah, they be just so like this they're is fun. Like, they're in front at the end of the day. They had uh, us trading Zach Levine, the fourth overall pick, Tomas Sadaransky, Thad Young for Chris Paul. We like oh, yeah. and and come on, bro. Chris Paul, like, there's no bigger fan than the Chris Paul we fan club than me. It. And yeah. I saw somebody tweet you like, "What if we swapped out Zach for Kobe?" I'm like, bro, it's just too much. Yeah, just, come <laughs> on, relax, relax. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I mean, I, I I get why you like it, but I don't like it because it doesn't go anywhere. If it's going to go somewhere like the Bledsoe shit, he did that, and then he got traded. Then let's rock with it. Let's rock. But me knowing people of like Joel, all they do is backtrack. That's all they do yeah. is backtrack. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, leave that in the past, bro. It's not like I don't think y'all playing again together. So just focus on yourself, man. You got enough stuff to worry about, Joel. <laughs> I think focusing on himself is gonna get him to like what the conference finals at the highest with the surrounding cast around him. I think I, Joel got championship aspirations, even though he don't play he like do. it all the time. I agree <laughs> with Mike, man. I, I, I yeah, their team ain't gonna get him a super team. But if Joel plays how he can play consistently when it starts by getting in shape. The sky's the limit no matter who they got in that motherfucker. They, they, you can't tell me that, Joel, and you got swept. Let's talk about Most the other side, though. I get swept. They didn't have to win the series like me and Mike predicted, but they could have won one game. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, let's talk about the other side of the ball, though. Uh, Giannis and company end up mm-hmm. not winning this game. They had a pretty decent lead throughout the course of it. Um, but I want to I want to talk about Giannis specifically. He's at that point, right, uh, where – I, had, I thought you were talking about Middleton all for this. <laughs> <laughs> we're at that point now where, like, once you hit a certain level of NBA player and a certain age, you're going to fall to a lot of criticism, right? We we criticize Bron when Bron does stuff wrong. We criticize Westbrook, Harden, Dame, all of these upper echelon players. We're going to praise you when you're great. But Giannis is a player that I don't see people talking negatively about when he deserves it, right? And it's time. It's that time. It's a playoff he time. Does. He does. Like, like people were saying, okay, he's he's still super young, which is true. But this is his second year being one of the top seeds, baby. Like, now is the time. So I have to, I have to say, he played terrible. He did. I don't care what the stat line says. You gotta hit more free throws than was he four for twelve or four for something and airball and talk about what he say short. Like, no, no, that's that's. And to have he had he had one fourth quarter field goal, one MVP of the league. Just one fourth quarter field goal is unacceptable, mm-hmm. unacceptable. The Miami he did a perfect job, and it wasn't just bam like a lot of people predicted because they like similar bodies. Jay Crowder did an amazing job on him. Jimmy Butler did an amazing job on him. Iggy had his moments where he did an amazing job on him. Him finishing. Hold on, I got this. I got the stack because I, I had to look this up. Yeah, just one field goal in the fourth quarter is unacceptable, and that wasn't even. That was like the first eight minutes mm-hmm. of the quarter. He was basically right. non-existent on the offensive side of the ball for the last half of the fourth quarter. And if that's my guy, that's my MVP. I just need more, and the team yeah. is gonna need more because if you do this again, you're gonna lose this series. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, KB. And another thing is he played like 38 minutes. This is a dude that plays like 30 minutes and has like 30 and plus and all that. And he only finished with 18. You know, I mean, and it's one thing to shoot bad, but the free throws, I need those free throws down the stretch, man. It's the best player, and as good as a player as he is, as he gets farther down these playoffs, it's going to be a lot more closer games than him than the Bucks just blowing teams out. And those free throws are going to be super crucial. You can't I mean, be the best. As a team, bro, they shot terrible yeah. from the free throw line. If they make more free throws, they win this game. It's very, very 50, simple. You can't shoot 53% from the line, especially from against a team like the Heat. 
who thrived at the line. Mm -hmm. They were like 25 for seven from the line. That's a loss right there, just looking at the free throws almost. And you know what's so crazy? The my the, the Milwaukee Bucks won the three point competition. Going into the series, we were all like, if if the if the Miami Heat are gonna win a series, it's because they have great shooters and the Bucks give up threes. The Bucks won the three point competition in this game and still lost this game. That that is some scary things. Coach Bud is bad in the playoffs. I think we can all Bro, agree on that. It has been that way for years. I, I was just surprised that Pat Connaughton played for almost 30 minutes. He played more minutes than Wes Matthews. West, that is Wesley unacceptable. Matthews, who he actually hit some couple shots, and we this, know is a better defender that's and a better shooter. So, like, I don't just, know. Just throughout the first game, Eric Spolster, coach, circles around Eric um, around um, uh, Mike Budenholzer. Coach circles around him. There's no reason for how, – how many players played for the for the Bucks? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They had 11 players play minutes. Why? Why is Frank Mason getting minutes in a playoff game? I understand Eric Bledsoe's injured, but you can substitute those minutes with other guys. You have guys that can handle the ball other than Frank Mason. And I think also part of it was out. Brooke Lopez that got an early foul trouble, but even that, like he didn't. He ended with four fouls. He had four fouls to begin the third quarter, basically. They didn't close with Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez was their second best player today. It does. It just coach Mike Budenholzer just didn't coach well in this game and ultimately you add that and you add Giannis is not performing you're not gonna win games yeah I, I, I don't care team. how he coaches uh if Giannis plays the way he played which I wouldn't be surprised he play a little bit better maybe in some of these games well not maybe he probably will but the way Giannis plays is the way he plays that ain't gonna change in a series Giannis isn't about to become some shot creator uh step back mid-range shooter and this is the problem. When you run into these teams, even we saw in the first game against the Magic, it was kind of like this. It was like when you run into a situation where they're, they're not letting Giannis be who he was in the regular season as far as the way he's scoring, the game changes dynamically. Um, and then also now you're putting them at the free throw line and don't let teams smell that blood in the water because then, you know, we might start seeing a hack of Giannis and then that, that really becomes embarrassing as the, mm-hmm. the two-time back-to-back MVP. Um and then def- I didn't like his post game interview when I asked him about being. Yes, that's up. that's the stuff dumbest as thing. A, as a guy that's a defensive player of the year, as of recently, I don't I, I didn't really understand him saying uh, why would you ask it? Uh, well, I'm asking yeah. because you're the you're defensive. And player. then he said like I'm gonna do whatever Coach Bud tell me to. Yeah. No, bro. <laughs> nah, Which bro. I, I mess I mess with, but like come on, you're bro. You're the face of the franchise, bro. And it's also but it's again Bud there too. Like this guy Jimmy Butler in that last couple minutes was unstoppable. They were yep. getting, they were getting George Hill, they were getting Chris Middleton. None of that mattered. And you know what probably would have helped? A guy with a seven-five wingspan, and the Defensive Player of the Year. How do we not have a single possession where Giannis just like, okay, let's just give him a different look. Let's give Gian, literally the Defensive Player of the Year. How does Coach Bud not have that? Especially when Giannis is not being very impactful on the offensive side of the ball, so you can't even use that. Oh, he's using all his energy on the off- offense. No, he hasn't. He hasn't done anything. The Miami Heat he kept that man out of the paint. You know, part of that is could be. Part of that is, is I mean, the man is almost playing center for them. Yeah, yeah. With Brooke Lopez sitting on the bench, they got Marvin Williams back there. Yeah. And it's just like, who who protecting the rim? So I can well, see it. You, but... put, you put Marvin Williams on Bam, he'll be okay. You, got, you have to stop the guy. Like, you have to you, stop the high I'm with it. I'm with yeah. it. It's just that I feel like their rotations is all out of whack for anything. That's what I'm saying. But, Coach, yeah. Coach Bud's rotations are are very, very unbelievable. Like, you can't tell me. You shorten your rotations. That's what the playoffs are about. At the end of the day, you want your best players playing the most minutes. And he didn't do that. He he, he didn't let his best players. And he's trying to think long-term. And at this it's point, the playoffs. it's the playoffs, brother. Forget the that playoffs, long-term man. thing. Let Giannis play 44 minutes. It has to be tough 
coaching a team like this when he gets to this 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 point in the season though because it, it that team it has has its limits. Team has a lot of limits, man. And if you're playing against a coach like Eric Spoelstra who can expose the limitations on that team, then yeah, D Mills, you're gonna get 19 or 21 from from the guy in the first half. But now in the second half, you know what I mean? Like Chris Middleton isn't Kyrie, and that's the type of player you need next to Giannis. Like Chris Middleton can score the ball, obviously, but like a, a guy that's gonna go get his own is what Chris Middleton is not. Here and there, he might make a move, and you'd be like, oh, okay, Chris Middleton. But, like, throughout the games to take you home, that's not him. And there's nobody on that roster. And that's what Giannis will need for his teams to be a little bit more better at that because Giannis taking you home, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's he tough. He need his coach. The game, he had sloppy plays. They was down by, what, like six or seven, and he had to turn over, uh, like, late in the game. It was pretty much already over. But just to even make the game any what – uh, they didn't even get a shot up. So, I mean, they got to be better all around. It does start with Giannis and Coach Bud. But I think the way that Giannis plays, yeah, he'll probably put a little bit more in the box score. But like I said, overnight, he's not going to become Kevin Durant. They're going to guard him that way. So, they're going to have to make things work. Yeah, you saw basically uh, Eric Spoelstra did exactly what Nick Nurse did last year. Just, just wall him off. Don't let him get to the paint. I think he took like four shots in the paint the whole game. How many times has Giannis taken that many shots in the paint throughout the course of his career? That's probably like the, the least amount of shot attempts in the paint he's ever gotten, you know? But the, uh, all that being said, of course, this series is very, very far from over because um, the Bucks are a team that was about to win 66 games for a reason. I just think that with Spolstra and the way the Miami Heat are playing, it's looking very good for them to pull yeah. off this upset, upset right now. And we, and we all kind of knew this. I, I think we all, I don't want to say we all, but everybody was saying, like, when they play, if they play against Miami, Miami is going to have a chance because we mm-hmm. knew that they were going to play them defensively a certain way and that they were going to have the shooters. This is a game where you said they didn't win a three-point con- the contest and they played good D. So now we have to expect one of these games for them to win a three-point mm-hmm. contest, and then the defense could still very be there, very well be there. So... Um, yeah, it is shaping up very, very well for, for Miami. Yeah. And my thing for the Bucks is the more success these type of defensive uh, ways are are, are, are are thriving, the more he's going to see it. Yeah. Once everybody start, it starts with Nick Murray, oh, damn, the Miami Heat use it too? And then, shit, you go to the game one against the Magic? Like, teams are going to just do it all the time, and every team ain't going to have the personnel to be able to do it successfully. But shit, it, it, the secret's gonna be out. Secret's gonna be out. Just it's just like baseball. Once you find out a pitching, his uh his strategy, he likes to go. He likes to start you with a fastball. Then boom, the whole league is hitting with fastball first pitch, every time. What you gonna say though, Mike? No, nah, you you had mentioned it, but I was gonna say the scary thing for the Bucks is the the he they didn't shoot well as y'all, like like y'all mentioned, and they had their way in the paint, which the Bucks take pride in. So you gotta think, man. If the Bucks can get, if the Heat could do what they want in the paint and get to the free throw line, it's only going to be a matter of time for the threes to start falling. And then after mm-hmm. that, it's going to be like, man, if the Bucks not blowing you out, I, and I don't know if they can win really. Yeah, they're a team that's used to blowing teams out. They blew teams out all the regular season. So it's kind of, they're probably shell-shocked to be in these close games. And they're going against teams now that are prepared for them. And the Heat, they're not going to back down. They're going to come out, they're going to come out firing. They got their confidence. They Like Eric Spolster, mm-hmm. and then um, in this puddle, he said, 
they might be a good team, but you y'all cannot forget that we are a good team too. And like, don't don't fold under that adversity because in the first half, the Heat, get the I mean, the Bucks, they came out they came out high. They had a good lead, and he sat down with them, and told them, "Don't forget, we a good team too. We can play with them." And they realized that, and they came out, and they Jimmy put them on it, put them on his back, and so did Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic was amazing all game, playmaking, scoring, he did it all. Yeah, love Goran Dragic's game recently, man. I mean, all time, but like recently, he's been really stepping it up. Basically, since they put him back in the starting lineup, he's been back to like just killing the game. Um, Kendrick I like, now got to be on the sideline, like, bro. I I kind of understand why I'm on the bench now because <laughs> you can't. He be going out there getting like 25, almost 30, making it look easy too. Easy, Free agent bro. at the end of the year. High off the glass with the left. High off the glass. I'm like, sheesh. I would not mind Drogic being my lead guard on a on a playoff team. Facts, facts. Um, here, buddy. Which I one love, of your teams could use him though? Spurs which, got which one of your teams? Cool. That's which funny one? as hell. <laughs> um, just have, Spurs I, I like seeing. I got um, the I guess that's true. Now, none of your teams can really use Drogic at the moment. <laughs> so maybe you just have to transition to a Heat fan. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. They already got Jimmy Butler for you, so. <laughs> That's fact. Always a Jimmy fan. Um, I'm, I'm super... tired of the This is a 305, man. Yeah. I'm happy to see Pat Riley on the sidelines. He just looks so cool. Even masked up, you're like, That's a cool dude. That's when he saw Tyler Hero, he was like, yes, that's <laughs> our guy. I was like, bro, bro, I had to be cool. I was going to yeah. have a good moment. And <laughs> <laughs> Derek saw Mo Bamba, of all people, Mo Bamba, and was like. That man was damn near. <laughs> that man was damn near talking to somebody. He's talking to yes, somebody about to get ready. Derek can't say, hey, can I get a picture? Or not? He just. <laughs> in a private party that man said <laughs> like there bro they don't know man that's the same party we was at and we was talking to we was talking to these ladies they were and they were like they were the head of the company that we got invited to so it's not like they weren't just some ladies they were like literally the head of the head of this company so we trying to like network and stuff and that's we talking to him. This man Derek pulls out his brush for his beard and just starts stroking it <laughs> right in their face. And I'm like, what? And he told them all the business. I ain't gonna say all the business. But he's like, y'all going to the game? He's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta see if Doug gonna get the thing because you know what I'm saying. Oh man, I miss traveling with y'all, man. That is, oh man, I miss traveling so bad. Oh my god. Boy, Derek got no motherfucking home trade. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure his beer was on point. <laughs> That's why I wish we would have been able to go to Vegas this year, man. D-Mills in Vegas would have been a sight. Single D-Mills in Vegas. Single D-Mills in Vegas. Facts. Facts. That would be All right, let's go back a day. Um, we, we have another Game 7 coming up tonight. The Denver Nuggets in the last game came out and stole a game from Utah Jazz in the game where Jamal Murray was... Looked like the greatest player of all time. He he gave a great post game interview where you can see all the emotion bowled up in him, and then he gets to the tunnel and it just it just all overcomes him. It's just a a very great moment from him. But he was literally unstoppable for like the fourth third game in a row. No matter what type of thing Quinn Snyder and the Jazz mm-hmm. threw at him, he was just taking advantage of them. Yeah, it got to the point to where whatever he threw up, I expected him to go in, and he did too. And, and, 
He has that ability, man. We just got to see it consistently. But I, I truly believe he's on that same level as Donovan Mitchell. And I think this could be a nice little rivalry that that comes out of this series. Uh, I think Game 7, they really going to have a boxing match. And I can't wait to see who comes out on top. Um, but boy, 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 Jamal Murray, this 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 this, this Jamal Murray makes this, this Nuggets team dangerous. It just feels mm-hmm. like they can never all be on the same page. Like... We haven't gotten a game where we get this Jamal Murray. It don't even have to be 50, but, like, this Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and, like, Jokic. We ain't got that yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when we do, it's going to be scary as hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cause cause, I was, was going to say, I was listening to something for the Jazz, and it's starting to make a lot of sense more I think about it. But, like, Joe Ingles, he does not have that catch-and-shoot that catch and shoot mindset no more. Like, he's just not that shooter that he was when he first came in. Like, he, he definitely looks to just handle the ball more and be a, a creator. With the ball, it's like they just don't need that, especially with Donovan Mitchell rolling what the way. What they say is. about people, Mike? What? Uh, give a motherfucker an inch. <laughs> they take a yard. <laughs> <laughs> they say, here's a little responsibility, Joe. Hey, I want it all. Yeah, other than like <laughs> responsibility, I need it now. I think other than like game one, Joe Joe Ingles just hasn't existed again in that in same row. They were like when he shares the floor of Mike Conley, he shoots terrible. Like he's like ten percent something ridiculous when he mm-hmm. shares the floor of Mike Conley. So I was like, yeah, he he definitely needs that backup role for them because he needs that ball in his hand. But they're limited because they don't got Bogdanovich. I don't know. Yeah, Bogdanovich added to the series. Things are a lot different, man. They could definitely use a player like him at the moment because. I mean, though Royce O'Neal is a great defender, his def- defense don't mean nothing because he's getting his ass toe up by Jamal Murray anyway. <laughs> so, like, put him with Bogdan, put Do- Bogdan's in there. Bogdan's is good for 20 instead of the five you got from Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Because Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray, they're tearing anybody up that you're doing in there right now. Yeah, man. This is how hot they are. So. And I don't know if it's just like both teams are bad defensively a guard in that pick and roll, or it's just like these players are just like on, on, you know? Yeah, he mentioned that. He, he mentioned that first game. I think he's right on. Like when Donovan Mitchell had that fifty-point game, he's like, you know, I, it's not surprising that he had it just because the way he was playing. Right? He was getting so many easy buckets at the rim, and yes, he be had a lot of big shots. But it's just like, man, he just make it so make it look so easy on him. Mm-hmm. That's because Jokic moves like his feet are in cement. Yeah, when he's in the pick and roll, any open space, Jokic is non-existent. He can't do shit. Yeah, he's a struggler out there. Um, we did see Gary Harris have his first game in the bubble. Um, confused the hell out of me when he had the, the little twist in his head for a second. Yeah. I didn't even know it was him. <laughs> yeah, I did not know who that was. I was trying to figure out who that was. And you know, it's fun. Okay, so he finished with one field goal. And I remember that field goal because he flexed because he get he he got a bucket that was contact, but there was no foul call. And he flexed and didn't get back on defense. And it's like, that was his only field goal the whole game. Uh, we <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> exactly. yeah, let him have it. It was the first game back. So we see a family into the bubble too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was cool. Giannis, uh, his woman and the baby on the sideline, uh, saw Fred Fleet, uh, his kids greeting him in the hotel. Uh, I even saw Terrence Ross, his kids in the hotel, and he got his ass bounced. Yeah, I was going to say, why even <laughs> go through that quarantine period? We, yeah. we know. <laughs> Especially since they're like five minutes away anyway. Or like, maybe, I'll, be, I'll be home soon. Yeah, they was in a hotel. I was about to say maybe they <laughs> in a different hotel, but they were in a hotel. <laughs> maybe like, they were in... I, I was confused because I'm like, didn't they just lose? And so I went to his girl's page and yeah, sure enough, her and the kids are at a hotel and shit. I'm like, that what if they sense. met him outside of the hotel? Cause he is five minutes away. Yeah, I was going to say they picking him up. They picked him up or something. 
I mean, why would they need to go in for that though? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And why would the NBA that's, allow that too? Yeah, that's yeah, that's silly. Yeah, but yeah, you know, know what could happen? They could have been in a nearby hotel, but that don't make sense because he plays. <laughs> yeah, maybe I, maybe I don't know. I don't. It know. all don't make sense. It all don't make sense. <laughs> uh, but we back, see back. Getting back to this game. Uh, game seven is tonight. Who do y'all got in this game seven? It's been it's been a heavyweight match back and forth, back and forth. I gotta roll with the Nugs, man. Gotta roll with the Nuggets. I just feel like they have more. Don't get me wrong. Jazz have outplayed expectations and have played great basketball. Donovan Mitchell, um, I've been a fan of his this entire series, especially since game two. Um, so I wouldn't mind if he won uh, and that Jazz team won. Because considering they would go against who? The Clippers. Clips. Clippers. Yeah, I'm going to go Jazz. I mean, I'm going to go Nugs, Nuggets. I just feel like they have more. I just feel like, which doesn't mean shit. Because all the Jazz need to do is win this one game, but I just feel like the the probability or the the chance of Michael Porter Jr., Jokic, Jamal Murray, all these guys, I'll just go with a deeper team, and I think the Nuggets are that. Yeah, and them having Gary Harris back is going to be a big boost for them. And even though he didn't do much last game, it was his first game. I can't really judge him strictly off that, but uh, I got to go Nuggets too. I think they got the two best players in this series, and uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic. I feel like when you got that. Uh, I mean, you got already done the Mitchell. Wait, just forget about Jamal. Jokic ain't really done that much. Donovan Mitchell's Jokic definitely. Jokic is still. No, you can't say going. this series and say the dude averaging 40 is not one of the top two guys. I'm sorry. You yes, can't do that. But Jokic, Jokic is still. We know that, but you said this series. That's all KB saying. Yeah, I'm just saying you say the series. You, you got it. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, I'm going to go Jokic and Jamal Murray over Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. I feel that. Uh, originally, I did pick Nuggets in seven. I'm just going to stick to it. I, w- I don't really care either way. I think that regardless, whatever team gets out, it's going to be a good series against the Clips. Um, that's all we really want at the end of the day. It's a good series, good series. This has been one of the best series. So as long as it's another dog fight and it's somebody don't just, like, not show up, then I'm happy. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's pretty even. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the Nuggets got the, the better support for if, you know, Jamal Murray or Jokic is not really having the best game. Um, I don't, I'm gonna go with Devil's Advocate though. I'm, I'm gonna pick the Jazz for this series. I think Donovan Mitchell is gonna have one more big game to cap it off. I feel but like I don't. Know. I feel like I would much rather see the Nuggets play the Clippers than like the Jazz playing the Clippers. Yeah. I, feel like the, I just think the Nuggets have them a little bit more and like more power power to where they can match up with the Clippers. I don't think the Jazz really pose much of a threat to a Clippers team. You're not worried about Denver's defense against the Clips? Yeah, but. That was something I worried about in this series as well. I feel you. I feel D-Mills. I mean, because yeah. they're relying so much on Donovan Mitchell to be this 40-point score that against the Clippers, let's just say Kawhi Paul George takes that away. Um, no. Even if he's I, ended with like 25 still, it, it's still not but that can't y'all say the same thing about the Nuggets, though? Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. They are relying I mean, on Donovan Mitchell. I mean, they have more. Was, yeah, the Nuggets, I would say that Obviously, they have Jokic and Murray. You can count on to score the ball. MPJ, he's kind of a wild card, but that's a dude that can go out and get 15. We haven't seen him do anything in the playoffs so far. That's why I say he's a wild card. At this point, looking at the wild cards, besides maybe like Mike Conley, nobody's shooting the ball like that on that Jazz except for Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson, off the Jordan bench, Clarkson yeah, and he's still good. like, okay, um, he's same thing. But. I think I think that regardless, I'm just playing devil's advocate again. It doesn't really matter to me. But, um, but I think both teams would – struggle against the Clippers no matter what. I say both teams are going to struggle. I honestly don't know what like yeah. wing takes on that Kawhi, 
Kawhi thing either. I don't know. You put if you're the Jazz, you putting Royce O'Neal on him. That sounds like Kawhi might go for forty because that man is way too little. And I don't know who we really put on. Uh, Jeremy Grant, Grant probably gets the assignment. Jeremy Grant and Tory Craig. I'll yeah. take I'll take my Jokic uh, on Zubac and a uh, Harrell versus relying on uh, Rudy Go Gobert or whoever to play in second fit. I, like I'll just take the yeah, I'll take the Nuggets matchup a lot more. Not saying they're gonna win, but they would have a better chance, in my opinion, than the Jazz. Yeah. Would y'all be surprised if, like, no matter who got out of the series, they end up, like, losing at five to the Clippers? No. No. Because the Clippers really got their shit together towards the end of that series. And fuck with Twitter talking about Paul George is a hooper. So. Oh, let's talk let's talk about this series. We did get the last game, 4-2 oh, uh, Clippers. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, unstoppable for, like, he came out and he had, like, 10 straight points in the fourth, the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, just a literally machine out there. And he ended up getting that win. Yeah, um, and that's what you're talking about, man. Like the the Mavs kind of making that push and extending this series. I'm like, honestly, I just don't know. Not the clips, but literally, I don't think Kawhi lets that happen. Like Kawhi's one of those players; he will, he won't hesitate to take over a game with the backs against the wall type thing. Clippers are fortunate though. No, Kristaps Porzingis changed the entire thing, man. If I believe if Kristaps Porzingis is there, I'm still rolling Dallas in seven. That's just me. That's just Pee Wee the plug. Him but, getting ejected in the game one was huge. That yeah, that too. A lot of things went their way. Uh, but they're out of that round now. That's all that matters. They can put that in a weird view. And, uh, yeah, I think that was going to be their toughest matchup uh, before until the Western Conference Finals. Finals. Yeah, yeah, until then. So, second round should be a lot more easier regardless of which way it is. But, again. I think this can be the second round, again, depending on who they go against. This could be, like, the momentum swing for Paul George. Because he did have that one really good game. That nothing that he, he went back to just not being amazing. This could be, like, the momentum shift for him. Because, again, if he goes against Denver, they don't have enough wing defenders to guard him and Kawhi. And if he goes against uh, the Jazz, they don't have enough wing defenders to guard him and Kawhi. It's so. coming. It's coming, man. Paul George going to turn it up. I talked to they- him myself. Mm. He doesn't like to turn up when they get to the conference finals. Oh, the conference finals. They, they need him. They need him to be MVP G thirteen. Oh, close to. They need Damian Lillard to turn it up. Oh, uh, last they got on a jet on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see, like we said, the last episode. That shit was so funny to me. That motherfucker was like. <laughs> but congratulations to him. He's got uh, twins on the way. Twins. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's girl twins, crazy. Yeah, it's big. It's big, man. It's big. That's the perfect way to have twins. No disrespect to anybody that has a twin of the same gender, but I think the boy girl twin is kind of dope. It's a different dynamic. Um, last game to talk about was another game one. We had the Boston Celtics just destroying the the Raptors. It was not even a fight from the very very beginning. They kept their foot on the neck and they got out of here with a win that was double digits, double digit win. Yeah, good game from the Celtics, man. Um, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker be doing his thing out there, man. He just move around the court so effortlessly. Um, he just be bouncing around him. And pause. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> where he needs to get to. And it just be like, yeah, he's so smooth. Um, yeah. Staying with Tatum. Tatum is smooth. Brown can have his moments when he's smooth, too. Uh, it was a good. That's a good first win for them. I do feel like the Raptors ain't going. They just had a bunch of offensive possessions the Raptors where they just didn't look uh the best a lot of turnovers here. for them this game yeah. Yeah. a lot it of might have been that game one curse yeah uh but um, you know I'm, I'm counting on them to bounce back and yeah. they are my team that I'm picking to win the series bro I really love this Celtics team man me and, Mike watch this, me and Mike watch this game together 
And it's just like... Y'all every, do a lot of shit together. I mean, hey. We be, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we homies. Why you said it like that? Yeah. Uh, we just no, watching this game. Y'all say y'all took a shower together, man? <laughs> no, don't put those laughs yeah, in don't it. Put, don't put that oh, in the world, bro. Oh, my bad. I spoke too much. Uh, it's just like every time I watch Jalen Brown, I'm like, man, I just would love a Jalen Brown type player on my team. He made you a good know? comparison, too. He was like, not like game wise, because he's not the shooter that Clay Thompson is, but he said like the role. Like, he's probably never going to be that number one player, but he's a damn sure like good second or third fiddle. And he's always just going to, he might always have that role, but I mean, damn, he's a good ass player. Yeah. yeah. Clamp, clamp up one of your best players and also give you 18 yeah. to 20 a night. Uh, very rarely makes the wrong plays, you know. Um, just, Some boys just, looking like DMs are hoping they get out of Isaac Okoro, man. Some boys looking like the Kawhi and the PG of the East. Facts. Younger. You can see that. I better. But it would be swap. <laughs> it would be like swap. Uh, Jason Tatum reminds me more of Paul George and Jalen Brown would be Kawhi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, yeah. So I saw this tweet. It was like, why does Pascal Siakam always turn into Jeff Green when he's going against good teams? Because Pascal was bad. He had like four fouls in the first bro. couple minutes, bro. He just couldn't was, stay on the floor. It was making me mad when he was just shooting them threes. I was like, why are you bailing this team out, man? Please go to the cup. Yeah. And he still finished with like four for 16. Weird ass shot attempts at the cup, too. Yeah. They were yeah. like, he only got that one move, and it's the it's the spin move. It's that spin move over the shoulder, <laughs> giving the little giving the little hook with the right arm. Um, um, I'll never forget when the, they was playing the, the Warriors, and Draymond just took away that right hand, and yep. that man that man was back to looking like the the regular Pascal, the, the Pascal uh, that I said Pascal before game. the MVP. Yeah, he had a crazy first game, and Draymond was like, "Yeah, I got to be better. I got to do it myself." Took yeah. away that right hand, and I think he probably finished like 14, something like that. Mm. Uh, either way, series still very open. Obviously, it's just a game one. I, I can't look too much into it. I do like what the the Celtics game plan was, but the Raptors are well coached and a good team. They probably won't Celtics come out that same way. And Heat advance. That would be a nice ass conference finals. Yeah. Yeah. Hypothetical, still early in the series uh, for both sides, but I wouldn't mind that. I would love to see like a LeBron versus Celtics again in the finals. Even though last, even though before it was a conference finals, but I feel like it would still be just like just as exciting. It'll be like we back and we better, Bryson. Gonna be Paul Pierce in the stands, like <laughs> not caring, laying down in his bed while watching the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, another piece of news that I thought was funny, and I want to get your opinion on P, is that the Knicks said they were interested in bringing Carmelo Anthony back. Oh, <laughs> you ain't that one. <laughs> What'd you expect? The Justin Holiday one. Oh, oh, well, that's not as fun. That's my guy. I've, I've been on. I've been talking Justin Holiday. Y'all yeah, better scoop mellow. That boy's looking like prime mellow. Mellow said he think he found a home in Portland, so he's gonna go back to Portland. Well, I don't do, even do, get are we the, sure that Portland wants to resign him? He's a spokesman for them. I would assume so. He did <laughs> He did a number of good things for us this year. Mm, okay. We'll see. We'll see. We know how to how these owners be. Hey, I love coming back. We don't need we don't need to go down the name route. We need to just get better. Melo come back to New York and be bag. like, pass me the ball, RJ. Because I'm telling you that last game, he was looking like you seen the hesitation pull up on Brian. Yeah. All those double moves. The the trailblazers because they have a pecking order. 
then J- the Knicks don't have that yet. And Melo being your number one, he gonna be right back at the top of New York, right. baby. <laughs> thirty points a game on forty on thirty five percent shooting. Yeah. It'd be like your old Lakers. RP my boy Kobe, but boy, he he was stagnating the growth of D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. I know, like Jordan Clarkson and DeAndre Russell, they had to be in all because it's Kobe Bryant shooting the ball. But you can't do that. At the same time, this is a teammate. It's like, come on, Cole. It's come on, Cole. Got a better shot. Them and his organization tricked the Lakers into trading. The Lakers thought DeAndre Russell wasn't shit. That boy he became an all star. So what they get? What they get back? Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez and Mozgov, who, who didn't want to show oh, up yeah. and be and, Gu- and Kuzma. 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 Yeah, they traded him and Mozgov. That's a good deal. DeAndre Russell for Kuzma, right? They could mm-hmm. use at the time right now more than a Kuzma. They wouldn't have that money though. You know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have that money. No, they wouldn't have because they was able to get off Mozgov. So yeah, you know, all things happen for a reason. DeAndre Russell's thriving, and the Lakers are thriving. So you know, it's a WW. They for also did it to get Lonzo, but I would have liked the Lonzo D'Lo backcourt. But again, everything happens for a reason because neither of them are there. Uh, or speaking of Lonzo, Melo got a Puma deal. Which is yes. which is really cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see Ball in the Family episode when that when that uh when that comes I out. I didn't I didn't even know that's it still come on like weekly. I think it uh the season is done as of now, but I'm sure a new season will come out. Interesting. Uh, He's the first ball brother except the deal outside of Big Baller brand. So that's you know, he on his own way, which I like a lot. I like that a lot. Growing up, he's becoming a big boy. Have a reaction from the bar of that? I ain't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen LeVar react at all, actually. Yeah. We know he feels away. Yeah. <laughs> we know he does. We we, we know he does. Uh, that was also a piece of news, is that the, 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 the Knicks would love to make Lonzo their point guard of the future if he becomes available. Mm-hmm. Which he, he um, probably he will. He's definitely available, at least. So, I'll be down for that. Don't you already got Lonzo, though? A French Lonzo? Nah. No, he don't uh, got that playmaking like Lonzo. He, oh, he might got okay. the D. I'm not giving up on him though. If we if if we have if we don't get a point guard in the draft and we don't get Fred Van Vliet, let him try on the Thieves and that might be it though. If he can't get figured <laughs> out on the Thieves, his ass might have to just <laughs> go somewhere else. He'll change. around. He'll mess around. And be the best defending player of all time on the Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau will play that man like forty plus minutes. He better do something. He got nothing but time. A def- if we don't get a point guard, we get a defensive wing, and we got Mitchell protecting the rim, and Frank can be. Boy, that's not, that's a lot of defense. We just don't have no score. I was thinking about sixty-five or sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right. I don't think there's 2K. any other news. D. Mills, you getting two K? Oh, two K. Yeah. Oh. He said. He said nah. No need, man. That's fine. The game, the game in life playing. is over for me. The game in life is done. It's over, over. Over, over. No game can entice you to come back. Hey, I'm gonna play skate sometimes because I just downloaded it. But okay. Playing, if I'm playing a game, I gotta be something. I can't do competitive games. I'm bad at it. Okay, B. What is your build again? Hey, listen. It is a uh, uh, three-way defender. I thought you said a three-way four. center. At the he's a four technically, but he will be running five for us. And yeah, Mike is the playmaker. Point four. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be Nick Batum, not the current day Nick Batum. Stinky. The prime Nick Batum. That's stinky. I don't care. That's stinky. I, I think I'm gonna just make score. James Harden. 
No, nah, but no lie, Derek. I wish you did get 2K, bro. Because playing pro in with you, I don't know what it is like. You yeah. know, you ever play like five on five with a look kid, and like you can tell he's nervous. <laughs> like he'll rush his shot. He'll do. That's how Derek plays pro in, bro. Yeah. Like a grown man is playing a game like that. Like he nervous. Probably scared to mess up because I know if I mess up, it's immediate back. Hey, yeah, we be on that ass. <laughs> we trying to get them wins yeah, up, baby. Doing shit that's just like, why are you moving? Bro, he'll have like why a pure shooter. He'll have a pure shooter and like he'll try to make a strong move to the rim around like three people or something. K Y R. Know your role. I think this is gonna be a good year for the what we whoever is gonna be the team leader has to do it immediately and create the team so we can get whatever name we want. We need it like secure it first hour of the game. I don't know who gonna do it. I don't know who the team captain this year. To create it, because I don't—I'm bad at making jerseys, so it can't be me. So it's got—it's got to be somebody that's intuitive enough to make some nice jerseys for us. And we need to come up with a name if we're not using through the wire. I have to go back to Slamma Jammas. Slamma Jammas, Squirrely in the Nuts was a was a funny one. That was <laughs> a, that was a funny one, bro. But but we had the logo and everything. Like we went hard for the Squirrely in the Nuts. That would had to be like two K. We should do that this year. Yeah. We should really do that this year. We should find a name, go hard. First, make sure we get the name. Go hard, get the little logo, and we should, we should. I'll make the jerseys if we got all of that. Logo is easy as long as we get a name. Logo is easy. I can hit up yeah, one of the guys. Yeah, we just gotta clear that name. Yeah, I just gotta hit up one of the guys. That's it. Clear that name. Simple. Uh, I'm about to get on though and try to mess with some more builds because I can finally know what I'm gonna make. I was just trying to make a person that could fit with anything, but now I shoot. I'm about to be a score. Move out the way. Give me the ball. And let me score. All right. Well, we'll see y'all on the next episode of Through the Wire. By that time, the Pro-Am team would already be created. And we may have some stories about the Pro-Am team. Simple. Derek, what you about to do? I'm about to work out. Oh, yeah. Get that grind, baby. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll be back watching the game. My boy. We out. <laughs>